Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. And we are here to play a game of Fiasco by Jason Morningstar, put out by Bully Pulpit Games. And we are actually playing the first edition, uh, the old edition that came out, I don't know, in the late, two, late, you know, like 2009-ish that involves dice. Uh, not the new version that is all completely card-based, but we're going to have fun with it. We're playing the place at Camp Death, uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. We're all either counselors or campers at some abandoned camp where, I don't know, maybe there's a serial killer running around. We'll find out. I've gathered up a great group of people to play this game with me. All right, so let's go around and meet everybody. First off, we're going to go just in the order on the screen. Quinn, Quinn, this is your first appearance on uh, Road to Play, I believe. It is. Thanks so much for having me, Kent. Well, tell us all about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. My name is Quinn. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me normally behind the wheel over at Monster Hour Pod, which is a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I am the keeper of Monster and Mysteries, uh, more frequently known as the Game Master and the uh, narrator. And uh, it's uh, you can imagine Monster of the Week as a uh, podcast that thinks that it is Stranger Things, but winds up being more like Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that voice you just heard, uh, but think, is also another newcomer to the show. It is Adam. Adam, introduce yourself. Hey. Tell us what you're all about. Okay, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is my first time on here. Um, I will be a guest on every single episode of Roll to Play to come out from here <laughs> until the end of time. Uh, you also may have heard me on my other podcast, Forever GM, uh, where me and a bunch of other GMs run our favorite games for each other and my pronouns are he him also joining me we have a voice you've heard quite a bit it is tim devon tim welcome back to road to play it's been a bit it has been a bit I, i've i've been listening to all of the wonderful things that's been coming out and i've been jealous and eager to come back but yeah, uh, anybody who hasn't heard my voice before, I'm Tim Devine uh, on Twitter. He, him pronouns. On Twitter, I am G GM Tim D. Uh, I'm part of Dice Up Games, where my partner, uh, who's also on this show, uh, and I hack, make, and play all kinds of tabletop games. And I'm also one of the members of the Roll to Play Network. And finally, the person who's going to facilitate this game for us, uh, Kristen Devine of the Roll to Play Network. Kristen not so long for you. You were here for We Die Here recently. Hi, Kent. Thanks for having me back. It feels like it's been quite a while, but I think that's because time is weird for everyone right now. So yeah, hi. If you haven't heard my voice before, I am Kristen. She, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. Uh, in addition to guesting on the wonderful Role to Play pod, I also produce Powered by the Players, which is an actual play podcast of all your favorite Powered by the Apocalypse game featuring a rotating diverse cast and is on this network, our Role to Play network. Uh, as Tim mentioned, I'm also a game designer. Uh, I'm also a writer. And finally, I play Don Sullivan on the 
Kids on Bikes Christmas-themed anthology actual play. You can find us at Christmastide OH. Oh yeah, I'm jamming this game. I don't get to stop there. <laughs> well, I was trying to unmute to, to re-hand it over to you. I don't know. Okay, so as Kent mentioned, tonight we're going to be playing Fiasco. Uh, let me read you a little bit about the playset we're going to be playing, which is Camp Death. So here's the deal. Camp Clearwater has been abandoned since some grisly unsolved murders 20 years ago. Or whatever. The new owner probably made that up as some creepy story to tell the campers and scare up business. What I know is that we've got a couple weeks to get this place set up before any campers arrive, and most of the hard work is already done. We've got enough booze, pot, and distance from authority to make this the greatest summer ever. What could go wrong? Okay, so we are going to start with our setup. We already went over how setup works. Um, and we also already went over any safety tools. So we'll just go ahead and jump into the setup. I'm going to roll 20 dice. I'm doing it on roll 20. I kind of wish I was doing it on a table because I love rolling big piles of dice. So, so how we start with setup is the person who was born in the smallest town gets to go first. Does anyone know the population of the town they were born in? Kent. 763 uh, was the population of Calhoun, (laughs) Kentucky in 2010. So it was probably less than that when I was born there. I'm not, I'm not even going to ask unless Quinn, can you beat that? Not a chance. Okay. I know Tim can't. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to Google the population of Santa Monica, California. (laughs) Yes. Go ahead, Tim. (laughs) I'm off by a factor of about a hundred. Yeah. Okay, Kent. Yes. So you are going to establish a relationship. Okay. With one of your two neighbors. For the sake of this game, your neighbors are myself and Adam. So you can pick any number that's available. We have, I think, all of them. Do we have? Um, Mm, Yes, we do. I'm going to say, let's go with Adam, Mm -hmm. and then I will use a four. So four is romance. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I love the commitment. So now do do I roll another, or do I roll another D6? Nope. So what I'm going to do is, because when all the dice are gone, our setup is over, so I'm going to remove the four. We still have two three, two fours available. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just go in order of um, our virtual table here. So Adam, if you want to go next, you can establish a relationship with Tim. You can either establish a relationship with Tim or because a relationship has been established with Kent, you can further define it by picking one under romance. I kind of like the, the romance just remaining a, you know, something we'll figure out along the way. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to know exactly what it is just yet. So I'm going to go ahead and establish a relationship with Tim. Um, do we have any threes? Or... We have one three. I'll save that. All right. I'm going to take one of these twos and, and that's going to be family. So me and Tim's character are in some way uh, blood relatives. Do we note this under our, like, does that go under Adam's relationship or is that under mine? It's under both. And then Tim, you're up 
next. So you can either further define the family relationship with Adam, or you can define a new relationship with Quinn. Okay. I am who that's, it's tempting to want to further define it, but I, I like the, the momentum we have going. <laughs> and so I'll do, uh, yeah, I'm going to do uh, local. What number is that? Six. Oh, six. Okay. Those are some pretty funny uh, subcategories under local. They are. I'm not mad about it. Oh, I love how specific they are too, huh? Yeah, they get very specific. <laughs> okay, Quinn, you can either further define your local relationship with Tim or define a new relationship with myself. There are some great ones under local, mm-hmm. which is tempting, but I do think I'm going to continue this momentum. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, pay it forward and uh, pick a new one. Okay. I think I'm going to take a five, a secret for you, Kristen. Okay. Okay, my turn. Kent, I guess that means I'm defining our relationship. Let's see. We have some sixes, fives, fours. Okay. I'm going to use a one and say that we're friends. Okay. And then, Kent, it is your turn. So now that we have established relationships, you can go ahead and further define them or you can move on to needs, objects, or locations. The recommendation is that you start with needs next, but it's not a rule, so I can't hold you to that. Um, I think I'll go needs, and I'll actually look at them this time uh, instead of just calling <laughs> off a random number. I, I really liked your commitment to that <laughs> random number, though. Uh, let's see. Um, I really like a four to get even. My need is to get even. And are needs supposed to be tied to another character as well? Yes, thank you. Needs, objects, and locations are all tied to another character. So here's where we can start being a little more conversational. So Kent, you can absolutely pick that. It's just, is to get even going to be connected to me or to Adam? And we can either talk about what, what that might look like. Or what I've seen in other games is sometimes it just comes up naturally later, like you connect the dots during setup, or yeah. we flush it out in game. I think I'm gonna that's gonna go your way to get even with you. Okay. That sounded very <laughs> with you. <laughs> Extremely foreboding. Adam. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to define a need uh, with with Tim and it's going to be to get respect. I want to get respect from Tim's character or in some way I, to mm-hmm. get respect is tied between me and Tim. Wait. Oh, no, wait. Alone we three. don't have a three, do we? Oh, do no, we still have that three? three? There's one three. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to forgot if Tim needs it or not. Yeah, I'm taking the, the long You're taking three. it. Okay. That's mine. We got it. Okay. We have a couple of fours, three sixes, three fives, a bunch of ones. Tim, it is your turn. I'm going to use the five, one of the fives, and I'm going to further define local relationship with Quinn. Okay. Are you, how do you feel about um, paranoid survivalist and camp counselor? I feel pretty great about it. 
Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that one. <laughs> I need to decide which one I'm going to be, but I feel pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I think I, either way, I think we'll we'll be <laughs> we'll be able to make that work. There's a lot of ones left. I know. Okay, Quinn. I think I am going to take a need, and that need is a six to get out. Do I have to assign that to a, a person yet? Or can I leave it undefined until we, we continue through this? Oh, I like that. I think as long as we define it, or as long as you kind of assign it by the end of setup, does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. So Tim or Kristen, if you want to play on that, it's, it's, it's open. Okay. And tell me which one it was again. Uh, it was a six under need to get out. Okay. Let me look at needs. Oh boy, we have a bunch of ones. We're going to have to use that for objects and <laughs> locations. So under needs, hmm. I'm kind of cool with to get out. Um, Quinn, what do you think about... Um, to get out of town and lay low for a while to let things calm down or to get out of your mind, to get totally blazed. (laughs) So very different. Uh, Either one. Oh, wait, why don't have a two? So I can't do out of town. Hold on. Sorry. I can play on out of your mind, totally blazed. We do have a four. Okay. And the way that works is that will be my need. And so if you want to have like, you can still have another plan to get out. Does that make sense? Like you and I have to both to some degree want to get totally blazed, but that doesn't have to be your only and driving need for the game. Got it. we got a whole bunch of ones here, Kent. Yeah. Let's see. We have to use them eventually. We do. Um, So we got locations and objects, right? Or another need. Or another need. Or you can further define a relationship. You have a lot of options. Yeah, let me look at the relationship. Or you could uh, take a second relationship. I believe your only one right now is to me, right? No, I've got one. You're friends with me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think... I think I want to further the 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 relationship, uh, the romance one with Adam. With uh, take that one, obnoxious public displays of affection. Fantastic. I love Fantastic. It. Yeah. Could be a lot of grab ass. Nice. All right. <laughs> PDA. Okay, Adam. All right. So I think I'm going to take an object. It doesn't seem like we've taken any objects yet, Mm-mm. really. Mm-mm. We have not. Um. I think I'm going to take one of these ones and get myself a useful object. Don't know what it is yet. And it's going to be in some way connected to Kent. We should definitely further define that with one of our next uh, picks. All right. I'm also going to go with objects. I'm torn between one and six. <laughs> uh, six is information, and there's quite a few good ones to to further define if that if it comes to that point. Yeah. Looking at the amount of dice left, I'm not sure that might happen. But you um, could further define it in game. 
Oh, okay. Right. Cool. You can just play okay. it out in game. Um, but I also like the idea of something useful using a one. Uh, like, I think, I think this object is probably going to be between Quinn and I. Okay. And I think it's going to be information. Okay. So using a six. Mm-hmm. We are down to one six, one four, a couple of fives, and three ones. Oh, the ominous findings one is cool too. A five in objects. <laughs> that has a good list of like a subcategory list. Tim, when we come back around to you, you're going to want to define a need. A need for speed? Oh my God. Quinn, <laughs> you're up. Oh gosh. Uh, this is tough. Tim, do you, how are you feeling about the, the being the, Camp counselor versus being the the paranoid person in the forest. Yeah, let's hear about that. I I could do either. Is it? It is specifically in the forest. I need to look at that one more time. Is it? I don't remember. It was. It was. It was just paranoid survivalist. Paranoid survivalist. It it could be that, like, I'm also maybe like part of the camp, or if I'm that, or you're that. So I I don't know that it has to. Like, there's a there's another one that's hermit. Um, or lost hunter. So I think this one we can play around with, but I have, I'm, I could go either direction with it. If you want to lean more towards one and you want to take it, just take it. I don't know if this is going to tilt us either way, but I'm going to take a five under objects. I think (laughs) with Tim, with ominous findings. I like it. Cause it, it just really fits the whole aesthetic we're building here. Yeah. There's some stuff there. There's some stuff there to unpack. Secret friends. Okay, I do. Oh, don't want to. Let me look at locations. Hmm. Okay, and then I want to look at at secret too to see if further defining a relationship. Six, not who they appear to be. What else do we have? Five, no. Four. Oh, okay. So we could do. Quinn, if we further define secret, bound by a dark secret or not who they appear to be, are the two I would want, given our choices? How do you feel about either of those? I feel fantastic about either of those. Okay. It does incline me towards one of the two with my relationship with Tim, but we can talk about that later. Okay. Do you want it to, though? Do you want it? Oh, I love I, I love both of those. Okay. I I kind of want to go not who they appear to be. Is that okay? Okay. Sure. So we could play that out where one of us ends up not being who we appear to be, or it can be a third party, like an NPC that we flush out in game. And we both have to have a connection to that person, but it could, it can be someone other than ourselves. Excellent. Kent. I'm going to take a location. I'm going to use one of those ones. Uh, we'll link this one to you, Kristen. So the lodge. Kent, I think that's your last pick. Yeah. Adam, I think this is your last pick. It is. I'm going to further define this object between myself and Kent. Uh, I'm going to take one of those ones. We have the keys to the camp bus. Ooh. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Nice. So I need a need. 
I have a one, I have a five, and I have a four to choose from. And it's the last thing I get to choose. So um, I'm going to choose one of the needs that hasn't been chosen yet. I'm going to do a five to get in. Oh, who are you linking that to, Adam or Quinn? We have to oh, cool. we have to go around one more time and kind of flesh out anything that's been left out, right? Because a couple people also have... Yeah, we need to kind of talk things through, make sure we get a feel for who our characters are starting. We don't want to make fully fleshed out characters, but we have to make sure we have a general idea. Do we need names? Because that could take like an hour. We will also need names. I feel very attacked. I have a list now in my in my notepad. It will not take me an hour. I have a list of four names pre-prepared, depending on what way I go. <laughs> Okay, need to get in. I'll point out that Quinn's is to get out. And I don't know if that works perfectly <laughs> or not at all. I'm I'm here for it either way. Quinn, you got a four or a one. I will take that one as a location and choose the lodge. Who are you tying that to? Uh, I'm going to tie that to you. That was Kent as well. Uh-oh. Is this last die wild? It is, and it's me. Ooh. I don't know if I'm going to go need or object. So, although I guess if I'm getting totally blazed, I'm not going to be motivated to do much else after that. I think we only got one. No, never mind. There's a couple objects up there. Um, let's see. A useful object, keys to the camp bus. Information is an object. That's right. Findings. Okay, yeah, we do have three objects. Do we need a weapon? We're going weapon. It's not defined yet, which, to be honest, I'd rather have an undefined weapon with this group because whatever we come up with is, it's going to be awesome anyway. All right. Object. Weapon. Weapons. It's plural. Nunchucks. Ninja stars. Nun stars. Kent, you know I love a good flamethrower. I feel like every game of game, I'm like, can I have, but can my character have a flame? I know she's a librarian and it's 1920, but can I make a case for a flamethrower? I researched that flamethrower. It would have been unwieldy, but I would have allowed you to have it. I know, you were nice. So let's talk a little bit about what just happened. No, let's talk a little bit about <laughs> characters. Like, if you look at what you have written down, what do you need to kind of give more detail on or what questions do you have with the person you have that relationship with? And that way we can get a good idea before we jump into X. I was just going to introduce my character. Um, really the only thing I need is just kind of our relationship, Kristen, our friends, like mm -hmm. if there's anything else we need to define about that, I don't know. My name is uh, Jimmy Jean Jansen. It's amazing. End of episode. And, that's where we got and it's done. not good. It's and not going to get better than that. And this has been role to play. Um, um, what's age? Can we, can we, get, as we're all talking, can we get some age ranges too? I mean, I'm seeing Jimmy Jean Jansen as kind of a 18, 19 year old. Okay. Real dumb. Full of poor life. Just, just poor life choices. Some have been made. Some are just off in the distance waiting to be made. They're in the wings. Yep. Just waiting. Just waiting They're for the coach back. to waiting for coach to call him in. Tim, I am I am leaning towards camp counselor versus paranoid survivalist. How do you feel about that? 
Well, I feel fine about that. I just need to figure out with my family member, Adam, what that what that puts us in. So if if Adam needs to get my respect or get respect from me, right? Yes. And we're family somehow. Gosh, okay. Paranoid survivalist. You're a camp counselor. I mean, do I want to be like the camp director? Do I want to be older? Oh. You, yeah, you that. could be like the camp director, paranoid survivalist. Mm-hmm. And, and being like that, that would be like the older sibling or perhaps some other type of relation. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, definitely. I think an older sibling work because then because then that would explain why i want to like why i want to earn your respect as well if i'm here as one of the camp counselors and you're the director you probably brush me off a lot because i'm your younger sibling yeah maybe should i should i go should i lean towards like the the camp director or should it just be like a senior counselor that's probably good yeah i think maybe like a senior counselor would be good Okay, so I'll go with senior counselor. So I am the paranoid survivalist. <laughs> um, I'll come up with a name in a second here, but uh, that means that I'm going to... So the need to get in... Adam, are you thinking that your your character is going to be one of the counselors? or or? Yeah, definitely. God, it could, it could apply to if both of you are counselors and it's need to get in. I was thinking it was to be like to get in with the with the younger group, like oh. to have them to have them sort of like accept me and not be such an outcast. Like yeah. I want to be cool, kind of like in that uh, wet hot American summer. The sh- the the cook, <laughs> <laughs> he's a little creepy, but uh, doesn't mean you have to be. I just don't know which one to do get in with one of the I, two of you. I would think probably Quinn because I'm your younger sibling. So you probably are less concerned with me thinking you're cool. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, so Quinn, would, would that mean that you're maybe one of the cooler camp counselors? Well, maybe I have a, a pitch for you that okay. might make sense. Um, I think that my family owns the camp. Uh, so I don't know if I am and and like maybe large portions of the town or surrounding forest land. Um, so I don't know if I'm cool. I'm probably not cool. Um, I think that might be why you want to get in with me, especially if you're a senior counselor. Yeah, I love that so much because then I could be groomed to take over the camp one day if I get in with your family. Yeah. Yeah, so my my get in, Kristen, is definitely going to be tied to Quinn. And then my family is, is already tied to Adam, but it's I'm the older, I'm the older sibling. So my if that works, then my character's name is Gideon St. Germain. <laughs> uh and as as a mild punishment for recent comeuppance i have been sent by my family to serve a a sentence as counselor at this camp that my family owns um i spent most of my time at the lodge trying to get out 
metaphorically by being totally blazed because I hate it here. I love that. I love, I love all of that. What was Adam, the first name of the character? Uh, Gideon St. Germain. Thank you. Oh my God, little Gideon. That's what I thought. From Gravity Falls. Yep. I'm so happy grew, right if now. he grew up and was a dick. Ugh. Here for it. Uh, Adam, what what's our last name? Um, Baker. All right. So, Kristen, I have a name that you could write down. Hold on, real quick. Let me mess with font size. Also, for those of you listening, uh, we're not just being demanding of Kristen. She just happens to have control of the role to play table, this and I true. can't actually add it to the screen. <laughs> People listening to this are like, "What the hell? These guys are assholes." <laughs> we have no control here. That's Kristen, true. take a note. <laughs> Elaine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Name. Go ahead. Uh, last name Baker. First name Snake. <sighs> How old are you? Amazing. <laughs> Sounds like he's twelve. No, it doesn't. It sounds <laughs> like he's in his early twenties and is wearing an eye patch and tight leather pants that I'm in love with. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Eighties <laughs> Kurt Russell. It is. Baker, Snake Baker. Snake Baker would be lying if he said that he didn't have that poster, movie poster hanging on his wall at home. Of course he does. His real name is not Snake. And how how old are the other counselors in this? Is this the type of summer camp where the counselors are all like 17, 18? I'm 18. I did forget to... Oh yeah, Kent is 18 to 19. I forgot to give mine, but I think Gideon is... Let's say 17. Just like, just turned 17. Cool. Adam, do you have a name, age, or any like questions or anything you want to flesh out? Um, I don't, not probably not so much that I need to flesh out still. Uh, I do have a name. I'm going to be Charlotte, Charlotte okay. Baker, uh, younger sister of Snake, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I think I'm probably about the same age as Jimmy, about 18, 19. I was going to say, if you were under 18, I was going to, you know, no. I was going to slide my age on down. The only thing is, if there's making yes. out, could we just be yes. of age? 100%. We all know. We all know what we're doing here. So how much older is Snake than Charlotte? He's he's ageless. Ageless? <laughs> no, it's not my character. I think that Snake is one of those people that you can't tell if he's like 25 or 55. I love that. That's definitely true. Uh, the only thing the only thing I'll reveal to you about Snake's age. Let's see, it's summertime. So he just finished his sixth year of community college. Right. Did not say graduated. <laughs> I did not say graduated. I Damn. said just finished his sixth. Fantastic. You year. love you love to see it. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I'll be 18. And I deleted my text box. Stop being the worst. Your name is Weapons. Weapons. <laughs> can, you add a, can you add a McGee at the end of that? Weapons McGee. I for sure wanted to do Becky Joe, but I can't do an accent. So now I suddenly have to, I'm just going to go I with I think it's got to be weapons. I mean, down the rest of that drink and maybe you can do an accent. <laughs> I'm just going to go Becky. Weapons Becky. Or Becky Weapons. <laughs> Becky. Last name Weapons. Becky Last Weapons. Name weapons. 
It's done. It's done. It's your character. It's your nope. character. No, <laughs> it's your Becky show. Weapons. Snake is and... a little bit obsessed with Becky weapons. <laughs> Becky allows it. I'm going to make her 19. It makes me feel a little better. 19. There's something about a girl being eight. Anyways, yeah, I'm going to do 19. Becky's 19. <laughs> Okay. Becky weapons. I'm so Becky proud. Becky weapons. Fantastic. <laughs> perfect. I love it. Okay. Give me a second. I'm just going to put 10 dice back in the middle and then I'm going to re-roll them. Four and six. Which is the most? Better. Six, six black. Perfect. Numbers no longer matter. It doesn't matter who goes first. Whoever does go first will then just follow the same order we have been after that person. When it's your turn, you have your choice of um, doing two different scenes. The first scene is establishing. If you establish a scene, then you are the director. So it's Adam's turn. He says he's going to establish. He gets to pick what other characters are in the scene, what location they're at and anything else he wants to share to kind of get the scene going. And then you just start playing it. At some point during the scene, anyone other than Adam, because Adam has chosen to establish, which is directing his own scene, anyone other than Adam can say they want this to have a positive or negative outcome. Now we all have to agree. And typically what the book says to do is just hold up either a white die if you want the director, the director's character to have a positive outcome or a black if you want a negative outcome. And you don't, you try not to break stride too much in the scene, but we don't have physical dice. So I thought we'd do thumbs up and thumbs down. So Adam's playing out the scene. I think, oh, I really want this to go well. So I'm going to do this. But everyone else other than Adam has to also give a thumbs up. If anyone gives the opposite, then we just pause and talk it through. And that's it. As soon as we know if it's going to end positively or negatively, you just finish playing out the scene in that direction. There is no other definition of positive and negative. So it's basically just how the person feels their character should end the scene on that note. If you don't want to establish a scene, you can do what's called resolve. Resolve works similarly, except... It's Quinn's turn. He says, I want to resolve the scene. That means he picks someone else to direct. So he asks Tim to direct the scene. Tim is going to set the scene with Quinn's character. Anyone else he thinks should be involved, the location, kind of what he wants to see happen. We start playing it out. Quinn gave up directing his own scene. So he gets to resolve it. Does he want it to be negative or does he want it to be positive? No one else gets a say. Does that make sense so far? So you're saying like yes. you either you either have control of the setup or control of the outcome, but either way, you're the character who's in the kind of spotlight in this of the scene. Exactly. So, so a few things about the scenes. Um, one, there can be NPCs that are established in the beginning, like oh hey, I'm gonna need the mayor for this scene, and then one of us will play the mayor, or if the characters are at a bar and they're like, oh, hey, bartender, one of us can jump in and play the NPC. So most of the time we're, I mean, maybe with five players, we're not all in every scene, but most of the time people can be engaged in playing NPCs as needed. 
Um, let's see a step. Okay, so dice. Um, when it's your turn and you have that positive or negative, the black or white die, whether you resolved it yourself or whether the rest of the group chose it for you, at the end of your scene in act one, you take that die and you award it to another player. This means nothing in game for the rest of act one. What this affects is the tilt and the aftermath. So if you're a strategist, you need to know that because the what we're gonna do on the tilt is we're gonna roll dice and whoever has the highest black number and the highest white number gets to decide the tilt. So if you want control of the tilt, you typically wanna have more dice and more of one color. So basically what the book says is you give dice away best based on who you wanna support and who you wanna fuck with. <laughs> so it, it has to do with the tilt. In act two, which don't worry, when we play again, I'll remind everyone. In act two, you don't give away dice, you keep all of them when it's your turn. And then that plays into the aftermath, which is just our epilogue of what happens to our characters. Um, the other thing is, although we're all playing in scenes and we can have character development and, and all of that, even if it's not our character's scene, like we're not the star, um, when it is your turn, each character only gets four opportunities in the whole game to like be the star. So basically go big. Like we want to be bold about it. Uh, the suggestion is that in act one, we do a lot of plan making, a lot of slow burn. And then in act two, everything just falls apart. Questions? None. Nah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, is there like an opening scene? Or is it just starting the game? It's just starting the game. Okay. okay. Does that mean you want to go first? No, no. I was just trying to establish like a <laughs> I stopping, think, stopping I point. I think Kent wants to go first. <laughs> I'd like to nominate Kent. Uh, All right, I'll go second, first. Uh, seconded. Okay, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, so I need to, okay. So I need to establish a scene or... I resolve. Resolve. Um, I will establish a scene. I think it's the opening night. I think it is probably the day before campers. Wait, are, yeah, we're counselors. Okay. I think it's the day before kids show up. So we're kind of preparing. We're getting everything. We've been getting everything ready throughout the day. And I think it's finally winding down. The sun's setting. I think everybody is gathered around. You know, all the counselors are gathered around and the staff and everybody's gathered around a big bonfire out in the field like there's a field off to this side it's not really part of the camp like people don't really go there a lot but it's kind of like the counselors so we're hanging out uh we have beer we have pot we have other fun drugs around and we're just you know letting loose before we do two weeks of dealing with little you know teenage like tweens and young kids so everybody's sitting out there I think Jimmy Jean Jansen is, uh, he, he is, I mean, I think he's a good looking fella. I think, I think he probably plays football at high school. Uh, just, you know, just graduated. He, he played football all four years of high school. So I think he's, he's got a nice build to him. And I think he, he's kind of, uh, kind of a show off. So he's sitting there and he, he I think he's standing up just, you know, chugging a beer. Uh, he's got his shirt off already. 
he's had like three beers. So shirts obviously come off. Uh, he's, he's, he's just finishing off a beer. And I think he takes it, he crushes it and tosses it at a pile of, of beer cans that everybody's kind of throwing everything in one centralized area to pick up. Uh, and I think he looks over, he's like weapons. Weapons. Okay. Wait, first of all, I love that. Second of all, two things real quick. One, can it be like a couple weeks before or the weekend before we get sure counselors? That way no one's coming. That way if it goes into the next day, we can just yeah, let yeah. murders go crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Two, who else is going to be in the scene besides me? Uh, I think everybody. I think it, it's Okay. It's you want of, a group scene? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's here. So beer crush point weapons. Throw me another one. Puts Ugh. his hand out. Jimmy, how many have you had already? Uh, he looks at his chest. He's like, I'm guessing about four. <sighs> all right, but I'm stopping you at six. Here. <sighs> no, all right. Weapons throws it, and it's an excellent throw. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think, I think Jimmy catches it, cracks it, and starts drinking it. Is this really what you all do for fun around here? Crush aluminum cans to your chest in strange patterns? Strange? I don't don't know what you mean by strange. Uh, It looks like the constellation Orion, Jimmy Jean Jansen. I don't even... I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Isn't that like when you can't go number two? I think you'd feel better if you had a beer. I would feel better if I had a beer. Not you. Uh, The brainy one. Does anyone have some molly or anything like that? Uh, anything a little bit higher class? Is beer and marijuana all that we have? Nothing any? I think, nothing I more think exciting? Snake, Snake might have some LSD, oh, if that's no, what you're into. Oh, oh, no, no. It's not Snake, please. He just... I swear he just wants to get into something. It's not my pants, but I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that sounds like a snake. I think uh, I think Jimmy stumbles just a little bit, just a little noticeable stumble uh, uh, over to Charlotte. So what's Charlotte doing? Uh, Charlotte, I want to say, is like pr- very much polar opposites to Jimmy. Uh, while you are very much like an athletic, um, very popular person, Charlotte, I think, is a little bit more reserved and kind of tags along with you to things like this but is always like you know kind of on the side of the room watching like what the hell is he doing um so i think that charlotte is probably like sitting on like sitting on like a log or a bench or something probably next to weapons i think that we're we we've probably become pretty good friends and it's like can you please stop him at five does it have to be six tonight uh i guess i could stop him at five i'll just lie to him and tell him he doesn't do math so well that that's a good point. Oh, hey, how you doing, Jimmy? Sure. He sits down, puts an arm around you. Yeah, I mean, I I think I I lean into it, you know. Um, so one more week until the the kids get here. Oh God, we don't. Are you excited? Oh God. No. We don't talk about it, right? You can't drink like this once the kids are here. I can't drink like this once they're awake and here. Now, once they go to bed, mm-hmm. I've done this before. I mean, 
you know, I've coasted through it the past two summers. I've been drunk and high for most of it too. That's for once, true. Jimmy Jean Jensen and I agree. I mean, don't those kids mostly just keep to themselves? Do they really need attention? <laughs> oh God! Oh, good lord! Oh no! Oh no! Okay, Snake. You uh, you all look around and can't find him, but you hear him. Snake, oh. snake, oh. unnerving. Someone, yeah, someone man. looks, someone looks up and sees in the rafters of this place. Good God! Sitting on one of the beams is Snake. Snake. He uh, he leans back and does a flip off of it, lands on the ground, slowly standing up in front of you. Why are you like this? You stupid sons of bitches. Good God. You think it's going to be easy. You think it's going to be a walk in the park. These kids are going to show up. Snake, Snake, let me ask you one question. You have three seconds. Did you, did you, did you bring the, did you bring the weed? Oh yeah. Did you bring it? Well, let, let me get through this first. Could you could you, you roll? Could you no. roll? Could you roll? I need I I absolutely roll? need it for this. If we're going to do a whole speech, I absolutely need just all right. At all least right. just hand it over. Look, I'll roll you do your speech. How about that? Yeah, that's yeah, we'll, we'll all Charlotte's totally really good Whoa, look at all. my little sister stepping up to bat. Yeah, I've gotten pretty good at it. Just come on, hand it over. I'll show you. All right. Just hold on. Let me find out which one of these which one of these packs it's, it's it's in one of these <laughs> i got a lot of these things on my belt hold on <laughs> we'll, we'll take we'll take whatever you pull out really i mean whatever you got fine in where was i hey shirtless dude where was i uh you backflipped you slithered up and the kids are going to eat us alive yeah hold on yeah <laughs> you, you sons the... of bitches oh yeah you did I, did, part. I did that part you did that part you did Damn it. All right, look, you idiots. You're getting drunk. There's a lot to do before this place opens, and these kids are going to show up. And all the shit that we've heard about this place and all the stuff that's going to go wrong, you're not going to be prepared. I don't think any of that's even true. Timmy didn't give your thumbs down, Tim. <laughs> Wait, but I, I, was, I got really confused. Who's seen as this? It's it's Kent. Kent. It's Kent. Okay, cool. Kent said, "I'll take whatever's in your pockets." I was thinking what Quinn was thinking. (laughs) Yes, we're all in agreement. Okay, have a bad. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Don't be sorry. I got confused on whose scene it was. So does the scene play out a little bit more? Yeah, and then basically how it plays out is, and you're directing it. So you, I should have said this. You call cut when you want, and you define what you think negative is. To your character. All right. Uh, do you want to do a little more talking, Tim? Because I, I know I'm going to cut like as you're. Right. I'm not going to cut you off, but. Well, I think that when when Tim is saying all that that we're not prepared, uh, Charlotte will be like, "Well, I don't know. We've been working pretty hard these past couple of weeks. I mean, you you got to admit this place looks a lot better than when we showed up." Mm-hmm. We've worked really hard. I mean, we we've got all the archery the the target set out. We got. All the benches repaired. We we got. Yeah, know, well, I did ask Jimmy to set the archery targets up, so I'll do that in the morning, I guess. I was I was I was getting the fridge going. All right. I... <laughs> oh right, right, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Be- Becky, can you make sure to plug in that fridge in the morning? It sure. doesn't matter how many hay bales you set up. 
it doesn't matter how many bows you string. It doesn't matter how many arrows. All right, Snake, just just hand it over. What? I don't have it. I gave it to her. Yep, all, right. all done. All right, and I and I pull out the most perfectly formed joint you've ever seen in your life. I think it ends there, and it ends bad because <laughs> I think it's there's there's a special blend of something and something else in that joint. Yep, and it's not going to be good for us. I love it. Some bounty of the forest in that joint. So Kent, you have a black die and you can award it to anyone other than yourself. Uh, and what do we use those for one more time? They get used so, in the tilt. Yeah, okay. It affects the tilt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, hmm. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Gideon for the, sm- just kind of that level of smarminess that underlaid everything. How dare you? When Gideon's every time Gideon okay. spoke. That's true. Dirty pool, Jimmy Jean. Dirty pool. <laughs> I moved one over, Quinn, on your little sheet there. So now we just go around the table in order? Yeah. So, okay. Adam, you get to decide if you want to establish, so you direct your own scene, and then we'll do the same thing we did for Kent. We'll decide your outcome, or if you want to resolve. I mean, it's so enticing to resolve this scene, right? And figure out what was we can but resolve just means that you get to decide the outcome for your character um i don't think i said this in the beginning but scenes do not have to follow each other we can jump back in time okay we can can split the party you can do a monologue like if you want just to be you and you want to just set up a creepy scene we just can't jump in the future but you want to go back Talk about your childhood. Let's do it. It's whatever you, um, you want. In that case, I think I will. I will establish a new scene. So this is going to be the next morning. Um, I think that it's probably like a few hours after sunup, probably a little later than we normally wake up. Um, and we get a shot of like some of the some of the cabins that the counselors are going to be staying in and in them, it is like all of our alarms are going off, but all of us are like still asleep well into the day and like just starting to get up. Um, so I think the scene will be like, just as we're all kind of meeting in is, is there like, do you think like a, a common room somewhere? Like the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, maybe like, maybe like there's like a, a commissary kid. Yeah, there's like a mm-hmm. kitchen where where we all go and like make breakfast every day, and we're all kind of stumbling in, and it's probably close to noon, uh, just from being up so late the night before and doing, who knows what? Maybe we don't even know what. Good God, does anyone remember what happened last night? Um, yeah, I rolled an awesome joint. It was a really good joint. <sighs> Somebody was really constellated. I what? don't. I don't think that means what you think it means. What does that mean? They couldn't. They couldn't go. Do oh. you mean constipated? No, don't engage. Uh. <laughs> Too late. Oh, she engaged. <sighs> He's talking snake. about poop, Gideon. <laughs> I didn't see you under that table there, Snake. <sighs> snake, I'm Did quite you sleep aware. there? Well, I sure as hell aren't going to sleep in my bunk. That's exactly where they're going to find me. No, that would be looking national. Who, who is they? You'll see. No, could someone move the bench? It's 
positioned in such a way that I can't get leverage to yeah. just could you just yeah. slide it out. Yeah, yeah. I walk over and grab the bench and pull it out, and there's a real just ear splitting squeal as it goes. Oh, good. Because uh, right. just like Why? two seconds too long. Mm-hmm. So, have the the attendants made breakfast? Is it ready yet? Hold on, snake's got to roll. <laughs> okay, uh, Gideon, Gideon, we have to we've... make our own breakfast. It's usually cereal. How like long have charms? you been here, Gideon? You don't know that we have to make our own breakfast yet? A boy can dream, can he not? Ugh, I, I got, slide I got a box you. of Cocoa Puffs over across the table. Snake's, snake's fist grabs it, pushes it away. You don't want any of that garbage, Gideon. I, I got push, you. It pushes over in front of Jimmy, and Jimmy looks at it, and there's a flash to like a mound of like rabbit herds from the night before. And, Gideon, and Jimmy's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> he, like, Jimmy, passed. please don't throw up again in the kitchen. He runs to the door. <sighs> He's gonna be the first to go. What are you talking about? Anybody else want bacon? Yes, please. Thank yes, you, Snake. Obviously. Oh. Uh, you know, sometimes I don't know what to do with you, but sometimes, particularly when you provide bacon, you're a good egg. Eggs. That's what we need. Bacon and eggs. Good job, no. Gideon. What about I'd give you a high five, but you're way over there. That That's fine. We're all fine here. Charlotte, you still like yours poached? What? Um... <laughs> Excuse that, me? That's really fancy. No. Snake, no one likes their bacon poached. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh you need a, the egg. That is a good one. That is a good one, Charlotte. <laughs> oh. Hey, where are all of the rest of the campers? The campers? Where are the rest of the counselors? I, I thought that. I thought this was it. No, there's no. like there's like two others. Uh, there were a there few are, more last night, certainly. There are five others. Oh yeah, five others. That's right. There's uh, oh, what's their names? There's Theo. Huh. Mm-hmm. Bodie. Bodie. Ezra. Cadence. Mm. And uh, Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Oh, them. I think they, I think they, uh, I mean, I think they may have all uh, gone together uh, into that unused cabin out there. That was quite a hike. It's quite a hike to get there, though. They seemed seemed eager to hike Wait, 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 wait. They went out there last night? Yeah. 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 Uh, For the group of counselors that I refer to as the B-Squad, I don't think that was a very good idea. Well, why didn't you stop them? I mean, they oh, seemed no. eager to get there. Okay, pause. <laughs> I really like Quinn was like, mm, mm, pause. <laughs> no fun for those <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this would end. This, no, this would end well for Charlotte. For Charlotte. Oh. Uh, I don't know we, how it's go. Adam, how do you feel it's going for Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay, well, it could still it could still go really for Charlotte. Yeah, I guess I, I can say good. Yes, I mean she's getting bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cares, true. I guess who cares about the, those those other five? They were having an orgy. I mean, it was good for them. 
pod. <laughs> okay, we'll do positive. So Adam, this can end positively for Charlotte. You get to decide what that means and just call cut whenever you want. Great. We'll okay. Just keep going till then. Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, if you know that they're not if they're the B squad, why would you let them go? They're all alone. I mean I mean that means the rest of us have to do look, more work. I remember distinctly walking in on their conversation, laughing at them, calling them names, and saying they had to prove themselves before next week. You said that to us. That was us. Uh, I I mean, I I might have done it in both places. I. <sighs> what were they okay, doing? Well, were they standing around a fire? Yeah, that sounds right. That was us, Snake. That was us. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Jimmy sits Can down they just take a chauffeur back? Hey, there is no way that they're going to be able to drive any vehicles on the devil's backbone. Oh my god. Charlotte, how oh, do you put up with him? your brother? I mean, he's cool when he doesn't send kids to the devil's backbone. Uh, let's see, Charlotte. Apparently I didn't because I was, t- I was talking to you. And I have witnesses, and they are all in this room. Okay, well, we know that Squad B ended up at, at the Devil's Backbone. Why are we calling them Squad B? I feel like that's so disrespectful. They're idiots. <laughs> well, Is it not accurate, though? You said we were idiots. I mean, you are. So then why? What makes us? That's Look, that's not the point. The point is that these, these kids have gone missing, right? Or maybe not. Maybe they're still asleep. I don't know. But yeah. they're somewhere dangerous, and we should do something. Maybe. I don't think that, Yeah, I don't think that you're considered missing until seventy-two hours, and then they that's like your face that's like a whole, that's like six days. I need I need a little hair of the dog. He climbs up off Charlotte's lap and walks over to the fridge. Uh, Jimmy, pass me one. Tosses it over his back. Oh, good God. Oh, oh, oh. It falls on the ground and breaks. Nick, I thought... Party foul. I thought bacon and eggs were happening. Oh, shit. (laughs) There's a lot of the smell of burnt bacon going around the room right now. Sure, this is a good scene for Charlotte. (laughs) Yes, because I think think where we end the scene is we pan back over to Charlotte, who is making mimosas. It's a great scene for Charlotte. (laughs) And cut. Also, there was one successfully poached egg. <laughs> and it's mine. Just and Charlotte, Charlotte got it. Everybody got else gets garbage. Got a few okay. unburnt pieces of bacon. Okay. Tim. Um, okay, so I'm torn between continuing a scene in today or mm-hmm. doing a flashback to the night before where the four of you play the B-Squad and Snake... <gasps> Is with them. Okay, both good options. I mean, I kind of like I kind of like the B squad, but it's uh, it's hundred percent your scene to direct, and you only get four. So. Do we have all those names written down? I do. I, I do. Have, so one of them is not there. Wait a second. If, if we're do playing I, four of them, don't yeah. I get to give somebody a white die? Oh, oh yes, yes. I put it on your sheet incorrectly. Please award that to somebody. This is going to uh, Becky because you seem to be the person that I'm the most friends with here oh. that Charlotte is the most friends with here. Charlotte doesn't like Gideon at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. Nobody likes Gideon. 
I messed up Quinn's character. Even Gideon doesn't want to be here. Even Gideon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the reminder, Adam. So each of you can pick one of these names, and you'll be playing that member of the B squad, and one of the people isn't there, and you're all down at the dock late at night. It's lit by the moon, and I lit one lantern. And on the dock, you're all talking about where the other one went. This is the devil's backbone, right? No, no, no. This is the this is the dock at the base of like the camp area. Ah, this is what the night before. This is the night before, and your group is all there trying to figure out where that other person went. Okay. Um, and you're on the so yeah, you're on the end of the dock, like kind of on the lake. We'll say there's a lake okay. here. I'm. I'll be Bodie. I'm gonna take Theo unless someone wanted Theo. Theo is a a 19-year-old female. Okay, I'll be Cameron. That's okay. Quinn, do you mind? Totally. Um, I will be Ezra. Who's left? Actually, Mm. no, I'll be Cadence. So Ezra's missing? Mm -hmm. Ezra's missing. All right, so this whole scene is, is this conversation is revolving around all four of your buddy Ezra and why they're not here and why, why none of you know where they are. Okay. I think I think I think Ezra got lost, you all. Got lost. Yeah, I, he he was with us, wasn't he? He said he just had to take a leak. Wasn't that like 15 minutes ago? I yeah, mean, but you know how he is. Maybe he just passed out. That's uh, true. Should we go back and look for him? I mean, or should we just let him like sleep it off? He's, he's, pro- he's probably sleep fine. Off taking a leak. I know, but but no, if he passed out, he he's he passes out hard. He's hard to wake up. You all remember. Do y'all normally pass out while you're peeing? Uh, look, I've passed out all kinds of places. I mean, look, we're we're not far from camp. We leave him for the night. He gets a good sleep and comes back up in the morning. Right? Yeah, nothing like fresh, fresh. You know. Would you all want to be left air? behind if it was if I, you? If I was passed out, That's I wouldn't. True. I don't guess I'd know if I was passed I- out. I'd be really mad at everyone. He could, like be, in, he could be in his own pee. Wolves though. out there, right? What if a bear eats him? Yeah, there are bears Come on. out there. There are. It's Look, true. a bear's not going to just run up and attack somebody who's asleep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, what is that? Oh, uh, not it's the murderer who killed everyone 20 years ago. No. What? What, Wait, murderer? what murderer? No, no, it's just that guy. It's you, just that guy. you stupid uh, idiots! Someone uh, help me out of this canoe. What? What are you doing uh, here? What are you doing in the canoe? Uh, uh, hold on, snakes climbing up. <clears throat> There's a snake. She lets go of you. Oh shit! God Steve. damn it! Now I'm all Where's wet. Where's the snake? Hold on, I'm climbing. Okay. Oh, where was I? You There's no snake. Canoe. This guy, he calls himself Snake, and he does this. I don't call myself time. Snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am Snake. Uh-huh. And yeah, you idiots, you idiots have no idea. Who was watching everyone from the bushes when we came in. Yeah, that's him. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. I was peeing. You uh, he'll, say, he'll say, you idiots have no idea. Minutes? Aren't you a little old to, to be a camp counselor? Aren't you a little stupid to be standing there? Have you ever passed out while you were peeing? Yes. You were spending Next question. Oh. Did when you woke up? Maybe he's okay. Were you mad about it? Yeah, but you'd be mad at your friends if they. Didn't. Look, 
drag you back to I'm going to drop some serious truth bombs on the four of you idiots right now. Well, I'm... Your friend okay. is in a lot of trouble. Oh, no. Ezra? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely looked like an Ezra. What, you saw me? No one's him? in trouble. I'm... Where was he? This guy Look, does this to everyone every day. No. Short dude. Likes to wear the khakis. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah Your short little right. friend was wandering towards the path at the end of the woods, the one we're not supposed to go to. I mean, I wouldn't say short is his defining feature. I would say his, his weird mustache is his defining feature. <laughs> that's what that was? I kind of like his mustache. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of cute. Well, mm-hmm. if you want that mustache to come back here, I think you idiots need to go on that trail and find Gosh. your dumb friend. What we trail? have to go find him. What trail? The one that leads to the devil's backbone. Hold on. Hold, Stop. I'm not going to a place called devil's backbone. We have to go. We'll just rename it. Call it something else. Look, how, how do we know you really saw him? Yeah, I don't I believe you were laying in a canoe. Look, going out there is really dangerous, and I, I don't think I don't think Ezra would have done that, and I don't think I would do that right now. So you all are cowards, and Cadence starts walking off towards the trail. Oh, hold on, Cadence. It looks like two of your friends are now going to get lost on the trail. Come on, look, he we, probably didn't even see Ezra. Probably not. I mean, we only smoked a few joints. It takes more than that to get Ezra to start wandering off. Yeah, he, I mean. I, I, I mean, Snake. I mean, I think you're full of shit, Snake. Uh, That's fair. I also don't believe you, but Cadence did run off. Now you have two Kaden friends missing. Well, Cadence is right there. No, look again. She okay. rounded that corner. Cadence is gone. Come on. Now we got to go we, find Kate. We have to go. Yeah, find Cadence. we do Cadence. have to go find Cadence. Cadence and we cannot idiots. tell Ezra that we were willing to find Cadence, but to leave well, well, Ezra, him passed Ezra's out, passed out. By a tree. You idiots dropped me in the water. I'm soaking wet. I'm going to go into the hey, lodge. Look what your stupid jokes have done, man. Cadence He's, is out there now. Oh, I wasn't telling any jokes. There's going to be some is, deaths, man. So what's sure. up this devil? This is going to get bad. If anything what? happens to Cadence, it's on you, Snake. Yeah. If anything happens to your friend, it's on you, since you three aren't doing anything about it. We're trying to leave. You you keep engaging <sighs> us in conversation. Fair point. I need to go change my clothes because you dropped me in the lake. I think that I push you back into the lake and then we turn around and start walking away. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you have a black... T- die to award to anyone um let's see i'm gonna give that to adam okay. because i like the the pushing back in at the very end <laughs> no. <laughs> no. that was nice is it my scene though it's your scene so oh. you can... i forget where did we leave our our main group so our main group i mean you can go anywhere so you can it doesn't have to be um today but we it was last night at the party and then i guess technically today in the kitchen and then we went back to last night for squad b but you can go i know i said we can't go in the future but i didn't mean like a day or two i meant we just can't like okay um i hmm. 
And you don't have to have all of us in the scene. You can play it out with one person, you, however you want to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling like scarecrow-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so the problem is I'm planning a scene with Cadence, which is silly because Cadence is not my character. <laughs> no, that's great. We can go on that path. We have, I mean, we have uh, 17 scenes left in the game. So. <laughs> okay. So I will establish. Okay. I think we are following Cadence as she uh, storms off from this group. Mm-hmm. And she is, is wandering up the trail and she reaches a fork. There's the more well-trodden path heading towards the main camp. And I think we can hear the, the distant sounds of revelry and the faded light, the washed out light from the bonfire where our main characters are all having a, a good time that they don't really remember. But Cadence doesn't go that route. She goes the other path to the devil's backbone, where Ezra purportedly is. And we get a a time-lapse scene of her traversing this path. It's treacherous and it's dark. And the only light that she has is the moonlight overhead and the light from her phone. She's navigating these... Uh, root-strewn pathways that go up and down and um, and and climb over time further and further up until she reaches a ridge line. And there's no sign of Ezra, even though she's calling out to him. But there are other, but there are other sounds in the forest. There's snapping leaves. There's um, there's snapping leaves. There's chittering. There's creaks and groans of wood as a breeze runs through the trees and Cadence picks up her pace. She's starting to feel the fear and she makes an errant step and she goes tumbling down one of the sides of the ridge and she's going end over end. She's battering her limbs one over the other. And finally she reaches a plateau and in front of her is a small structure, dilapidated and abandoned. And there's a signpost uh, over the entryway that just says St. Germain. And as she sees this, a sharp snap echoes behind her and the scene goes dark. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com. Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit SoundCloud.com slash Tritachion.